Hey, welcome back to the Deus Vault Podcast, my and, brothers and sisters. And we're back. I am Father Batman. That is Father Robin. No, his best Father Batman impression. Sure. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. We're still building this Lego set. Yes, we are. Who gave you this? Was it the bishops? Well, no, 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 no. Who's this, this one was, from? This was a... Um, uh, Alec Ahern gave this to oh, me. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. His fiance, uh, that's right. Kylie. Um, that's right. And good people. They came to our 100th. Yeah, they did. As they a matter of fact, yeah. I think they made the photos somewhere. They're good people. Yeah, they are. I'm a big fan. Yep. They. Sorry, we're really slow at building. What is this thing again? Is this a Batmobile? Oh, this is the Batmobile. Oh, this it's, is the Batmobile it's just from the Batmobile. The, the Chris Nolan uh, movies. <laughs> Anyways, the um. <laughs> what, what's funny? I don't know. I don't know. Chris just, Nolan. Just the, the line. Here, I want to. By the way, I want to apologize for some for for the news that I dropped on you for last week. What? What news? St- so Stahovsky was listening to the episode, and he said you sounded genuinely hurt when you found out. About, oh, about uh, Conroy. The death about uh, yeah. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, Conroy. Conroy. Yeah, it was. It kind of hurt, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, sorry, bro. I really, yeah. <laughs> it's not, I, I, that's not well, your fault. Well, frankly, I thought... There's going to be no good way to break it. <laughs> frankly, I thought you would already you would have already heard that news since oh. you're so, so in, up on Batman in culture. In sync with Batman, but the... Uh, yeah. I guess I've been out of the loop. In sync like a bad boy band. I, oh, my gosh. Damn. <laughs> Normally, it's I who laugh maniacally uh, and out uh, of control. When I when I when I get you to stop in your tracks, that's that's a win for me, man. Dan, that oh is a gosh. win for me. You're gonna have to edit this episode. Nah, second no. episode you. Ever no, edit? why would I ever edit an episode in which I got you to stop dead in your tracks? Good, because I would never think, do that. Think about what you've said. <laughs> well, as it happens, I still like you, anyways. So much so uh, that I what's eventually. In the bag? I, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? I eventually found the gift my parents wanted me to give you after they came back from Italy. What? Whenever I was in Italy. I didn't even know ago. that there was a thing. Well, that... there's a there's a whole country called Italy, Dan. I, I know that very and, much. And we were there, me and my parents, on pilgrimage, and that's for you. From them. From Bob and Joan Felicia. Happy day after Thanksgiving, <laughs> even though it should have been given to you two months ago. <laughs> Did I even know that they had had a thing that they were going to give thing? me? No, you, you had no it idea because like I didn't mug. mention it until I found it. Uh, I see. Gotcha. Yes. No, that's Your discretion is. is one of the things I like about you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Most people wouldn't think of me as very discreet. Put it away. Come on. Wow, you are in rare form, my friend. <laughs> okay, what is this? Hold okay, on a second. Hold on. Here, take, take that. Ah! Okay, I'm getting there. I'm getting close. By the way, thanks, Mr. and Mrs. Felicia. Oh, yes! Deus Vault, everyone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Have a merry Deus it's Vault. It's a Dominican mug. Oh, yes. Sweet. I love it. So, anyways, they, they were Laudare benedicere predicare. And they're like, he likes Latin. And, <laughs> there and, is Latin on the mug. And monasticism, or, or things of that nature. Yeah, I like Dominicans, and, yeah. Yeah, and so they're Sweet. like, here. The, um, and from and from St. Catherine of Siena's Basilica, no yes. less. I mean, that's great. It's pretty good. Cool. Anyway. Thank you. So thank you, you, Bob and Joan. They are great people, and they like you. Thanks, um, Stevens, mom and dad. There it is. Yeah. Anyway, you have a good Thanksgiving. Of course. That's what I like to hear. Of course. I um, I uh, uh, kind of slept in a little bit. It was great. <laughs> it was a nice thing to be able to say that I could do. Yeah. Get some, get some extra shut eye. That's a win. And then um, I did, did my, all my prayers and stuffs. Real. 
And then I went over to the Ryan residence. Shout out to the Ryans, Casey and Margaret Ryan and all their wonderful children. Uh, Casey's my... Um, so this is one of the funny things about this. I have a cousin whose name is Casey Ryan. This particular person is not my cousin. Okay. He's my uh, adult ed guy here okay. at St. Charles. But he's awesome. Margaret's awesome. All their kids are great. And uh, so they had us over for a little bit of like a brunchish kind of start to the day. Well, who went? You and you and Father Tom and Father, uh, no, Father James? No, it was actually different priests. Um, oh. It was myself and Father Di Benedetto ah, the and Dennis. Father uh, Tom Zare. Oh, TZ. Yep, TZ. So former, uh, uh, current and former associates of St. Charles. Ah, the ones um, and future kings. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just call me Pendragon. <laughs> you can call me Ishmael. Anyway. I just bought that book. Yeah, we had a conversation. Oh, we did have that a conversation. A lovely dinner party. Yes, that's Anyways. right. <laughs> what a lovely day. What a, what a lovely day, lovely day. Uh, Splendid. Anyway, anyway, so, and then uh, hightailed at home a little bit after noon and spent the rest of the day with my, my folks. I had nice. lunch with um, my, my, uh, my brother's and their wives were all at their other uh, their side, other side family functions. Is that an interesting thing to say part. now? My brother and their wives? My brothers Mothers and their wives? And their wives, yes. Yeah, not my brother and their wives. Well, right. That would be weird. Well, actually, it's easier now because it had been my brother and his wife and my other brother and his fiance or girlfriend or whatever. So now that they're right. both married, it's cool. just easier. Linguistically um, speaking. Yeah, that's right. So uh, <laughs> Linguistically speaking. They, they were all doing the other their other family side things and then they all joined us in the evening but actually father dennis came over for for lunch at my parents house too so it's kind of oh, like wow. other adopted son cool. but uh it was great it was great so we had lunch and just hung out and then um a my little while sons. a little yeah right a little while later in the afternoon uh Tommy and page dropped over and then and then the others and so we we have oh, our typical others. we have our typical uh thanksgiving day traditions which are to go pile into my my aunt and uncle have this big uh, green like um, like nine passenger van, so oh, we all piled into this big disgusting. van. Isn't it? It's great. Honestly, it's great. So we we all we all got in and we drove around and saw all the lights downtown. We oh, went. nice. Yeah, that's so we a just, win. We get hot chocolate. We just go ride around and uh, take. We take. We take. Uh, you ever see those things where you have a, a picture that people redo? Like years yeah, and years like, later. like this was us when we were six, and now we're like yeah. ninety eight. Right. Well, we've. It wasn't so much that we had done this when we were six, but a couple of years ago, it was my first Thanksgiving home from seminary. Yeah. Because I wouldn't typically come home for Thanksgiving break because it was like four days and twenty hours of travel. So it's like, mm. <laughs> and so I stuck. I stuck at seminary, but I came home and we were actually finally home for Thanksgiving altogether. And there's this one, the one real big tree. I think it's on Broadway. Um, <laughs> it, but, but this it's. This beautiful, like tall, tall pine tree that they always completely bedeck with lights. Only it's, God it's can awesome. make a tree. True, but but man, but man likes can to cover them it. in lights. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But we did this picture, totally, totally goofball picture, mm-hmm. um, in which myself, uh, my brother Josh, his wife Karina, and and Tommy's wife Paige all stand there. And then we hold Tommy in our arms across in front of this Christmas tree, which is a really funny thing to do <laughs> to basically a full grown man, you yes. know, <laughs> and you have like these, so it's like, it's really me and Josh holding our brother in right. front of us like this right. and the two girls on the end, like holding his head and his feet. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been taking that, we've taken that picture, I think 
the, uh, every year for the past three years. And we're probably going to keep doing it. Oh, it's a new tradition <laughs> at this point. It's not a good tradition, but it is a tradition. But it is a tradition. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have a blast. Well, so good. that's that's what I did. What did you do? Oh, gosh. Well, morning and prayers and stuff. What do you want? These, these things are what you're looking for. I, I got those. Oh, good. And then these things are the next piece. I will. I'll, I'll just talk. Okay. Just keep talking. The... the what did I do? I woke up and I said <laughs> prayers and I said mass, which was awesome. It's I had it's it was a good a, thing to do. It was Thanksgiving. Amazing, it was an amazing Thanksgiving Day mass. Hmm. I had over two hundred people there. Oh yeah, really? Oh, oh my gosh, it was it was stacked, man. And um, I uh, like and it was a, such a beautiful like people kept showing up. Um, really, canters were like, hey, we're gonna canter. I said, great, and then. One after another, a server would trickle in and trickle in and trickle in until I had a full crew of servers. And then uh, the icing on the cake was uh, David Langford, Deacon David Langford. Yes! Shows up. Oh, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Shout out to the Langfords. (laughs) The Langfords. (laughs) Who have provided us with David. That's great. And I told you, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show, the... uh, when I first met David Langford, oh man, I made a. a <laughs> oh no, yeah, this is great. This is so good. I so <laughs> he doesn't know us, and we don't know him. We're seminarians, and I don't oh, know. Man. I'm I'm an older seminarian. I've always been an older seminarian, <laughs> and but I got a couple of years under my belt, and he shows up, and we're driving them off to the to the summer lake house because we're gonna get to know all the seminarians. We hang out at the at the lake during the summer for we, a week. I think we've talked about lake. We've week talked before. about lake week before. Anyways, go listen to some episode somewhere. <laughs> and why are you listening to this one? You could be listening to the one where we talk about Lake Week before. That's right. But anyway, so we were driving, and and he has to be picked up. So I scooped up David. And I don't know him from Adam, but I'm in, I would say, rare form, except I'm always in rare form. So standard Felicia yeah. mode. Um, and I look over at him. I say, so what's your name? And he's like, David. I said, what's your street name, David? <laughs> <laughs> and David To which he said. He doesn't miss a beat and he said skittles and i laughed i was like this kid has made quite possibly the best first impression on me of any human being in the history of my life he's amazing he was he was he didn't miss a beat he didn't blink it was like the kid is totally totally comfortable in his own skin it was actually amazing i love david he um in in seminary like awkward kid right out of high school Straight out of high school. Straight out of high school. Totally, but st- but still somehow totally comfortable in his own skin and just and just continued and continued and continued to mature. Oh, he's, spe- he's just a great human being. He's yeah. one of my favorites. Oh, he's, I like he, you. Like, I, I was not kidding. He's one of my favorite people yeah. in the whole world. Son of son of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Yeah. Son of Seton. Oh, that's right. The son of Seton. And um, <laughs> should we say it like Jack Black says it? But anyways, sitting that down. The um, I'm not sure how Jack Black would say it. Anyways, I won't even go there. Context. Okay, the, fine. And we're back. The um, and so it was just a really awesome, awesome mass. I was, I was, yeah. Like that's been in my prayer, like gratitude for, mm. for the gift of I just everything that came with I that particular one. I preach gratitude a lot. Well, you, it's you should. I'm just it's but that's been it's been on my heart too. So that's just oh yeah. No, you say. preach you preach prayer when you preach gratitude. Like I tell people that the there was a great. Oh, I can't even remember what we were reading in seminary. It wasn't the Bible. And the, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Not that we didn't read why, the Bible. Why did you need to make that clarification? I don't know. Like, I imagine, like, people imagine seminarians sitting around and, oh, yeah, they're in seminary. I'm sure they're just reading the Bible nonstop. Endlessly. Ugh. We never have any com- any conversations or we just pray the entire time. We never do anything exceptional. The uh, Anyway, go ahead. Keep your secrets. The, um... <laughs> we Bagginses never went anywhere. Yeah. But the... Um, no, no. In there, there was this great descriptor of like the the concept of of a child being born, and if the child could speak, the first words they would say would have been "thank you," Ooh. and because because you encounter the wonder of existence, mm. and then the, what the only proper response to wonder is gratitude. gratitude. Thanks, yeah. Thank and the uh, so like that was the beginning of my first homily as a deacon. Really, and gratitude. Yeah, oh, I can't even remember what the first beginning of my homily was. Anyways. So there I was. That's <laughs> Probably. I that it makes was. most sense. <laughs> and we're back. And the, we're back. But no, no, no. Like So good mass. Good mass and very grateful. And then um, I went, what happened next? Oh, I sat down. I, I was killing some time because I'd been invited over to the Patel's house. Shout out to the Patel's. Um, so and one of them named Rocky? What? No. Just kidding. Huh? It's a very obscure reference to something that no one needs to talk about on this show. And we are moving on. <laughs> wow, this is going to be the most heavily edited episode. Nah, it's not. Ever. Yeah, I know. If people pick up that reference, I would be... I would, shocked I would, and I terrified. I wouldn't really be shocked. I wouldn't really be shocked. But I, would, but I would also want to hang out with them. <laughs> Neil, I want to party with you. I want to party with you. Continue. The, the um, and But before I did that, I, I basically sat at, at the kitchen table and... Uh, all the Kunins were coming over uh, mm. because it's a gigantic, awesome family. And did you meet? Uh, did their brother Tommy come over? It's very possible. Um, He's my age. Oh, cool! I went, to high, went through grade school and high school with him. Well, good for him. Anyway, just- anyway, he married with kids. Uh, I don't know if Tommy got married. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, the um, so I'm sitting there and. I, I'm just talking to him and Father Matt. Matt was over first. <laughs> Guys, crazy. He he went for a run on Thanksgiving morning, whatever that thing was in the city. And then he's oh, like, the turkey trot. Yeah, and then he's the like four mile run. Yeah. And then he came back and he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna drop off some stuff here. And he said, and then I'm going for another run. <laughs> yeah, he, cra- crazy is the word. Crazy is the word. And he went for another like. Did you ask him if there was a bear chasing him? Well, no, it's kind of like, you know... Oh, That's how he operates. It's just like a ridiculous guy. Kind of, he went off and went for another run. Came back after what? three miles. It's okay. The, um, <laughs> then he made turkey. <laughs> but the... Um, that's the thing that happened. Got to put his beer in my beer fridge. It was nice. But the... Um, no, so I was sitting at the table and I was doing something like this with... Uh, although I was actually doing it and not just watching you as I... Wax. Oh, the uh, the whole Lego store logical. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I was building a um, the battle sanctum from Warhammer Forty Thousand. <laughs> Things said on the Deus Vault podcast. <laughs> so there I was building the battle sanctum from Warhammer Forty Thousand. Nerd. It's uh, fantastic. You're the one putting together my Legos. Anyways, <laughs> I kind of feel like I don't know who is it. Huck, Huck Finn right now. I call you Tom Sawyer. Oh yeah, no. Wait. Well, who gets who to paint the fence? Tom it, Sawyer gets somebody to paint the fence. Right. No. Anyways, the uh, I thought it was his friend Huck. No, no, no. Huck's too clever for that. Huck's clever. Okay. Yeah, they get well, some so, other. Some other. They get Tony. some nerd to yeah. paint the fence. Anyways, 
Um, then I went, I went to the Patels and uh, Josna made this. Again, I got to sample everything because she knew I had dinner with my folks, but she had all this Indian food. Or, mm. or it was like turkey prepared with Indian spices. And, nice. and shrimps. The shrimps were there. Oh, and yes. So they were delicious. That's another obscure reference. <laughs> and, and then um, I, uh, then I, I went over. I spent about an hour with them. And World Cup was on. So Oh, yeah. The, that's right. Their we're family the, was the, Portugal, is, apparently. Not the knockout stage, I guess, right? Did, yeah, they were moving into it, I think. And it's, Portugal got there. Yeah, it's the preliminary stage where they final, where they like finalize who's going to be on the actual bracket. See, I remember back in the day, like coming back from Afghanistan, like the world would change. Every time I came back, you spend a year in a foreign country fighting a war and you come back and your world is radically different. You're like Perspective, doesn't it? Well, you're like, why is everyone staring at this black box in their hand? What are they doing instead of talking to each other over a meal table? Or And then the next time I came back, everyone was talking about World Cup. And I was like, this is America. We've never talked about World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's 2013 and I've been gone for a year, but what happened? <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, all those kids who were getting trained to play soccer in their youth are now only watching it. Well, I, that must have been what happened 2013 because it was a turning point and it was very jarring to me. And <laughs> look, no, I, you're fine. What happened while I was away? <laughs> <laughs> Can I not go leave and fight a war for ten months and come back to, and everything's fine? Was there a World Cup in 2013? That might have been the Euro Cup. I think it Whatever it was, people were talking cause, about it. Because I was watching Spain when I was a senior. Americans never talked about soccer until that year. Anyway. At least not in polite company. Uh, <laughs> Keep your bias to the side, Father Steve. I was an officer. Yeah, good for you. Yes, you're very, yes, you're very smart. Now, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No, what's it from? Uh, yes, you're very smart. Now shut up. What is it from? It's Princess Bride. Oh, who? Sorry, I grandpa is reading, and, and the boy yes. is, the boy pipes up with something. Yes, yes, yes. yes you're very smart. Now, shut up. I remember it now. <laughs> Clever movie, honestly. It's so good. Oh. It's just so wholesome. So then I went home and I, I played with my nieces, and um, we had Thanksgiving dinner, and nice. saw my family, talked to them even a little bit, and. Um, Came back home and said my prayers and went to bed. Um, then I woke up and I uh, said mass again and I came here. And now we're doing this. And I'm building Legos. Yeah, together. <laughs> yes. Together. He said as he scrounged for the, the next piece. Yeah. Here it is right here. Give keep, it keep talking. What are we talking about today, Father Stephen? I want to talk about prayer again. Like again, we've centered, like we've circled so much idea. on on Grant. Like, if you don't pray, you're lost, my brothers and sisters. Mm. And I mean that in almost every sense mm-hmm. of the term. Mm-hmm. The um, like, yeah, prayer. I, I'm going to look up a quote for yeah. for this. For the go ahead, keep talking because it was a quote about. All right, well, about, you about, better... about the breviary about praying the breviary. Oh yeah, no, it, well, beautiful. Well, I remember. I mean. Oh gosh, it was it was um, Heinz, Monsignor Heinz, who was off quoted on this podcast, who said uh, at least to me, and he might have said it to a larger group. I think he said it to a larger group. He said, you know, people like to say that if they that they they pray while they work, and he says, but if that's the only time you ever pray, he says, odds are you don't pray very well. And mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. He had a much more poetic zing to it, but the idea of just like. What is prayer? Prayer is the conversation I have with God. And who is God? Well, God is <laughs> the most important, you know, I, I can't even put it into phrase. I mean, I can't say being because he's the source of all being. Most important, I can't say thing because that makes him sound like he's just another thing. You know, God is God. And the, so he's the most important. 
period. And, <laughs> and I get to have a conversation with him. And um, I mean, just amazing. And, and just letting that sit in for a minute. Okay, yeah, is, I'll pause for a second. And we're back. Okay, go ahead. The, um, <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I am so, as my priesthood goes on, to, and honestly, like, again, there it is. Uh, Go ahead. I, I, I've talked a little bit about my my prayer life on the show. Uh, it, uh, we all have. We all have. And by we all, I mean you and I have. Well, but, like I, but, I, but I dare say we've, I'm sure we've talked about it with other with other guests too. Sure. Okay. And well, I hope so. We should go back and listen to some of these episodes. I'm somewhere in there. Somebody listen and find out. And the maybe this should be a topic when we have uh, Miss Jessica Hayes back on. Yes, we need to get on that. Yeah. The uh, but but to to sit in prayer is. Like, again, like, I remember when it really took off in seminary, because, like, they said, is this a priority in your life? Then this is the time to do it. You've got six years. And the tricky thing is, like, also graduating and praying, because they give you plenty of other stuff to do, too. Right. In a lot of ways, it reminds me of West Point. But the... um, Fair enough. But you've got to be in great shape in order to be a soldier, especially coming out of West Point. By the way, here's 90 million things also you have to do. (laughs) Good luck. We'll throw you out if you fail one of them. That, that kind of does sound like seminary. That kind of does sound like seminary. Well, there's less kicking and swearing in seminary, but not much. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> not by much. Really? The, um, and the um, – but, but like – and so like I remember it being a very enriching experience at seminary. And then like now into the priesthood, oh, two and a half years in um, – I, I, I'm struck by the fruits that I am, I'm receiving through prayer. And I think I made mention of that also on the show just recently. But the, uh, like, to have your prayers answered is, so like that was at, at the homily I was, I was preaching um, for Thanksgiving Mass yesterday. Like, it just hit me, and I mentioned it, but, but in truth, the day before, I've been praying for something for... For two and a half years, Dan, approximately two and a half years, it was sometime just really? into, at the start of my priesthood. There was something, and I won't go into details because it's not entirely my story. Um, but there was something that came up, and for approximately, so it might be only like two years. I don't know. It was like six months into my priesthood, maybe. I've been praying for something, and then the day before Thanksgiving, like I was given it. And I, it was it was a complete, Whoa. complete answered prayer. That's awesome. And you know, like, and you know how human beings are. Like, I wanted it now, and <laughs> like anything America. else. But yeah, where's my microwave and my internet together? My Big Mac and yeah, my my digital Big Mac. And <laughs> but but everything in God's time, and and it was such a. a and I didn't even realize, like, that was the cool thing, Dan, was it was only after, after the gift had been given um, and I was going about my business. I was literally in, in – I was like, okay, well, that's done, and now I need to go to the store and get blueberries. Don't ask. And on my way to – just, yeah, whatever. Anyways, okay, I'm not going to ask you. You told me not to. I'm, I'm walking into Kroger, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, again, like, I love how dense I am sometimes. It makes the surprise that much better. Oh, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. This is the thing I have been praying about for since almost the start of my priesthood. <laughs> and I, I, 
I felt like you're gonna rev- you're gonna tell me what the thing is. No, I can't because okay. it's not not mine to tell. But uh-huh. okay. But like walking through, I felt like one of those characters in a montage in a movie where the happy music's playing and like <laughs> their arms are swinging back and forth, and you know they're no. they're like they're actually on one of those like pulley rigs, so they're not even walking; they're just moving through the right. thing. As right. Everything else moves around. Living them. on Easy Street. Oh yeah. my gosh! And yeah, no, like you could have had Mr. Blue Skies playing in the background. The um, ELO. I, I was in such a good place, and like I, I was, I was smiling and waving at perfect strangers. Not that that's different in the Midwest. <laughs> I was gonna say Midwest polite, yeah, but yeah, but, but but I was also getting honest smiles back because that guy was in a that good. That guy mood. looks insane. Yeah, with, guy, with happiness. Happiness. He's wearing a cassock and he's got on a Civil War coat. <laughs> That's true. He's got the right one on. You better wave to him. He might be dangerous. (laughs) So, so like, there's that beauty of the prayer that's that's answered. And like, and brother, like, that's like as I reflect on just the last several weeks, like I keep getting my prayers answered. But that's not the main topic I want to talk about. Like, so many of so much of what I'm getting is coming from from other people's prayers. For me, like I, I will again, like part of the beauty of being a priest is like, uh, like, like people see you as a spiritual leader. <laughs> and so, like, if you True. ask them to do something that that's in that realm of like spiritual reasonableness, they'll they'll do it. Yeah, and and that like, true. and that's amazing. Like again, like why? So we're like the body of Christ, and you know, you know that the. Um, but like we are, we are in union, and God wants us to work together, and and like that's a huge part of of the priestly activity. Are you, are you a leader? And like we oftentimes get get stuck in this world of like shepherding, which is like I have to take care of these people. And mind you, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. And mind you, they're also kind of counting on you. Right. Um, otherwise, they'd be the priest and you'd be the laity. But the uh, <laughs> that's how that would be. That's a whole other commentary on but, that. But. <laughs> what are you upset that they're not the priest and you're not laity? <laughs> no, that's oh, okay. not what I was getting oh, okay. at. No, that's not it. I'm, Why I'm, couldn't it have been you? I'm, I'm very pleased with being a priest. Thank you very much. No, it's that's a great the, gift. That's not that commentary. Oh, okay. Well, then we yeah. won't go into that. No, but, that's fine. But the idea of, of, but wait, there's more kind of thing, like... <laughs> Billy Mays. If you have kids, like, and we've talked about, like, our, our fathers interacting with our dads and um, how they, you know, work with us when we're kids. And, like, you talk about, like, hammering nails into a piece of wood. Yep, and a you whole box. You weren't doing anything, but but your dad was letting you do something. And, and so, but now there's, didn't you work for your father for a yeah, time? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. I worked in family business. Mm-hmm. Like, and... And so, like, you were in his shop, or I don't know what you were doing, moving batteries or something? Well, I mean, from from the earliest stage of moving batteries? I don't know what you did. <laughs> Tell me. I was no, drunk. So, I mean, if, you I mean when, I was, when I was little, I was I was doing things like sweeping the shop. And sure, that sure, kind of sure. Stuff. But, when you got bigger. But then, but then as I grew, it was actually building the electric motors and that kind of stuff. It was... It was I was working on production. Well, know, cool. It was, it was great. Okay. And then and then later on when I was going away to college, I did more things on a more technical level from what I was actually trying to pursue in my career. But no, no but praise it, God. Yeah, then, then the priesthood happens, you know. Sure, not not upset about that either. But yeah. like but there you were actually contributing to your father's plan and and sure. work and and building something as a part of it. Okay, like your dad gave you that opportunity. And like I I 
recently what I've been discovering, and again, like maybe I'm just stupid. What are you looking for? Uh, one of these. Sorry. Let, 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 let me see. Here, this thing. Let, I can't see it. I know. Okay. Oh, okay. One gotcha. I'll, I'll be looking for it. Okay. The, um, Sorry to distract. No, no, no. It's fine. What, I, what I've recently learned is, is, again, like I wish I had come to this realization sooner, but maybe I, I just needed street cred before I started doing stuff. But like I can integrate the people of God in the same way. Like, yeah, they, they're, we have intentions and mind you, they come to you and they ask you to pray for stuff all the time. And oftentimes I feel like a, a bad, bad dude. Cause I, I don't like how much time do, should I dedicate to their prayer intentions and to their specific ones and some obviously, and I don't know what that is. And, and I don't know, you know, and oftentimes God doesn't say, all right, you've put in the, the, the amount that, that is <laughs> clock, proper and clocked I, in, clocked out. Right. I usually, my, my practice, because I know that I'm, I'm weak on that is, is literally if I'm like, okay, I'll pray for you. And mm-hmm. I'm like walking away, muttering an Ave Maria, you know, like oh, no. <laughs> to, for oh, God, that person, I've just, sure you, well, to make sure I've done something. Well, you right. Know? No, because you, <laughs> you get know. to purgatory and God's like, those people you promised to pray for. Whoops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was a bad call on my part. Is it in the bag? Uh, I don't know. It's in the bag. Well, uh, well, this might actually be. Um, oh, there uh, it is. I got it. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good find. Okay. This this is so. <laughs> Blessed Cardinal, you ready for this name? Yeah, go for it. This is this is this is gonna be awesome. What? I mean, this is like this is like you know if Catholic hipsters want to name their kids something. <laughs> what? Okay. Blessed Cardinal. Ildefonso yeah. Schuster, mm-hmm. Archbishop of Milan in 1929. He was, he, talk, he was talking about praying the breviary. So as, as far as like praying for our people, right? right. The breviary is the principal place. I mean, that's let's be honest. When, when we say we're praying for people, a, a lot of it's going to be taken up spiritually, um, eff- efficaciously by our prayer of the breviary. Well, no, honestly, that's, like, that's going to be a lot. Of I it. remember oftentimes I'll be like, Lord God, you know, this will be for Susie's intention. And then sure. I start praying the breviary. Right. And so it's not like I'm, I'm concentrating on whatever Susie asked me to pray about, but like in, yeah. in that, it, this general prayer, like all is well, what he says, what going to say? say, okay. So he just has this beautiful, a beautiful <laughs> set of lines about, about his um, uh, experience of praying the breviary. I close my eyes, and while my lips murmur the words of the breviary which I know by heart, I leave behind their literal meaning and feel that I am in that endless land where the church, militant and pilgrim, Mm. passes, walking towards the promised fatherland. I breathe with the church in the same light by day, the same darkness by night. I see on every side of me the forces of evil that beset and assail her. I find myself in the midst of her battles and victories, her prayers of anguish and her songs of triumph, in the midst of the oppression of prisoners, the groans of the dying, the rejoicing of the armies and captains victorious. That's you. I find myself in, the, I find myself in their midst, but not as a passive spectator, nay, rather, as one whose vigilance and skill, whose strength and courage can bear a decisive weight on the outcome of the struggle between good and evil and upon the eternal destinies of individual men and of the multitude. Praise God. Beautiful. Blessed Ild- Ildefonso Schuster. Beautiful statement. Beautiful description. Like, no, so... so, And so that could be extended right. to, like, to all of the prayer for, of a priest for his people. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the breviary is the principal 
is the principal place it happens because it's the it's what's been given by the church to be prayed by her priests. Right. Well, with so, Fulton Sheen, I remember yeah. reading. I think it was um, the priest is not his own. He writes about how, like, when you pray, he says you oftentimes aren't going through your list of God bless Johnny and God bless Susie and stuff like that. He says, no. but you have them all in prayer. Like you're just like God. Here is all of these. Here's people. all my people. And yeah. like. Oh, you know, like, and I love them kind of thing. Like, yeah. do something, answer the prayers. Yeah. The, and, and Aquinas writes about, mm. like, the idea of, of you stepping out and touching the, uh, the first cause. So, like, how could it not have an effect? As, mm. as God exists outside of time, like, and you've gone back to the very beginning, so to speak, um, talking to him, mm-hmm. like... Of course he can make any any connection from that point <laughs> from the very beginning that will lead to something great. Right. Like you yeah. you you go back to almost like creation in a manner of speaking in, oh, yeah. in cause and effect. And it's it's a really beautiful, beautiful kind of image. But but so there I am. And for like for the first time really, over the last several months, I've really realized that as people have, have begun to ask me, as people have been asking me, to to pray for them, like I can really, really give them stuff, mm. and and like what what makes this unique to me? So I, I, so like I've always pestered you know convents and stuff like that. It's <laughs> a good and, thing to do, and even they well, want yeah. that though. I mean, they they like thrive on that. And, and I've so. even I've even always um and I have just a few go to people also from time to time that I'll be like, hey, I need you to pray for this. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time in like several in my prayer squad. Again, several years, but, but it's not over long because all I have is several years. The um, I've realized I was like, no, I've got a whole parish here mm-hmm. of people, and why shouldn't they mm-hmm. be praying about X, Y, or Z? And mind you, I don't even have to give them all the details if they involve other people or sure. or 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 things like that. But I have been asking people, hey, I have this intention, or I'll give them just a single name, uh, and so not even like the last name or anything like that, or. Or there is a, a child or something I want remembered, or mm. or there is a, a, a business deal or something that's about to go down, and I want you to just pray for that. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah. and uh, blessed Solanus Casey saved um, General Motors, I think. The um, really? <laughs> oh yeah, no, somebody came. To, I want to say it was General Motors. Who was who was in Detroit? Maybe it was Ford. And uh, they that's came. Funny. They came to him with. They were <laughs> Great Depression had started, and there were like zero orders. And they're like, everybody's going to get laid off if, if something doesn't come in. And they went and they pestered Solanas. He said, I'll pray about it. And like the next week, they had like a million or something orders from the government for something. Wow, and that's great. totally saved, again, I, I don't know which one it was, but General Motors or something. What did we lose now? No, nah, it's okay. It's an extra piece. Okay, gotcha. Um, and, and so you uh, – like, I, I, again, like – there are things I can't go into, which again is, is really bad because it's a, a radio show for more or less, and so you need to be able to talk about things. But make it up in your mind. But yeah, I. <laughs> Use <laughs> to your to imagination. Just imagine us talking, and that's as good as the show. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, you have said so, right? Uh, mm. that actually, it might be better. <laughs> <laughs> but but like I remember. Asking one person to pray for this this other person, and and the person came back to me mm. with with with, it, with information, and that they they couldn't. It, it was anyways, and I passed this along, mm. and 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 in in the person's life it, it changed, and mm. and you're like, huh, 
Okay. Yeah. Like I can live with that. The um, like, like that's as like you just you're like, huh? Do you feel like you're just uh, putting links of chains together a lot? I like, 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 look, you, you, you know this person over here and this person over here, but they don't know each other from Adam, and you know that this person's prayer could affect this, or that. You know, there's something supernatural about who this person is and what they've gone through that would that would affect like their prayer would be more efficacious for this person. Well, honestly, Dan, like for me, it's it's literally spur of the moment. Like I, okay. I have no calculation. Okay. okay, I I literally turn. Think, think about that because, um, that's something I keep running into where it's like the Lord will put people in my life who it makes a lot more sense for me to tell them to pray for a certain intention because of who they are. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost vocational, a mm-hmm. small V vocation, right, but right, like right. in that vein of thought, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, it makes, it makes sense for this person who's gone through this tragedy in their life and came through it and found grace to like offer some suffering for this person who is going through the thing, thing right, right, right now, right. you know, uh, you think about it, just think about it in terms of like illness or whatever. Someone who I know has had cancer and defeated it can can offer prayers more deeply and more richly from that personal experience. Mm-hmm. I I think I think I would think so. Well, it seems reasonable for a person who's like also going through cancer right now. Right. You know, it's an example. But, right. Again, like I'm just I'm just I, what I do is is normally like again as I've said before many times I don't hear voices. I know that surprises many of you. <laughs> But, but uh, like you heard it here first, folks. Every, every <laughs> who told you the, uh, <laughs> but the um, like like I, I'll be like no, like this right now, yeah, and 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 so you you go and you move, you pull the trigger, kind of thing, and in recent months it just has this weird way of starting to work out, yeah, and and what I've been noticing is is it really does involve other people more than anything else like it's mm. not like we are to engage our 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 laity our mm. parishioners our our flock our people our brothers and our sisters and our children and and we are to encourage them in their relationship because it because i might and again like it depends like <laughs> i might ask for something for two and a half years and he'll give it to me eventually sure. but but imagine if like i had just asked you know i keep going back to Susie. i like the name Susie. <laughs> Anyways, I guess if I had a daughter, she would have been Susie. But the um, but I um, like if I had just asked Susie, I would have had it like two days later, maybe. And there, there is something to hmm. like, like God wants us again. The image is a body. He doesn't save us individually. He does, but at the same time, it's done collectively in the body of the church. The um, like well, again, thinking of just Sheen, like he talks about like. Uh, if you separate a drop of blood from the body, like it's going nowhere, it's dead. Like the life right. that was in that drop of blood dies. Sure, sure. It has to be back in the body for it to be doing its thing. But but there it is. It's like some some parts are, are white blood cells, and others are just carrying nutrition and food. And then you've got neurons that are firing backwards and forwards, and they've got in some degree nothing to do with the blood, and yet they have mm. everything to do with the blood. Yeah. And the and. And so why should maybe again I know nothing about this maybe like you in your place in the body of Christ can do this but you aren't particularly apt at it yeah, and yeah. but I'll tell you what Susie over there she uh mm. she, she was custom made 
for this. For and this. in fact, and in fact, it's part of you humbling yourself to to and again, like it, to different varying degrees. I mean, I like to think I'm not arrogant. I like to think I'm just ignorant. I'm just making these connections now. <laughs> I'd like to think you're not arrogant too. But yeah. <laughs> sorry, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but, but really, but seriously. <laughs> Joking, but but seriously, but joking, yeah, but joking. The um, like, like, so you, like, and I've I've said this before. I can't believe it's never really clicked that uh, that was good timing. The, um, <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be great. <laughs> is is like we 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 have this all of these people, and and like the the supernatural is literally right there. Like, like right mm-hmm. there again. Like, and I'm, I'm not going all Ghostbusters on you, but <laughs> but like, all you have to do is just start talking to God, and mm-hmm. like, and He answers the prayers, um, and yeah, like, like it's it sounds it's really super easy, Dan. Barely yeah. an inconvenience. You know, that's the prayer thing is such a funny thing, um, because it's amazing how much. Let me. I'll, I'll back up a little bit here. So remembering from my youth, what came across as cliche, yeah, almost, and that's what I say. I, I often say this to people in the confessional, is like, okay, to combat that, you need a real prayer life. Mm. And I'm hearing myself going, I know that's what someone told me when I was young and dealing with something and mm-hmm. had to go to confession for it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like... Finding that to be a cop out answer, you know, because what do you mean? When I was in, when I was young, I was wrong. When I was okay. young, I was wrong about that response to uh, the advice oh, given of prayer. Oh, you thought you I, thought I, they were? I thought were it's like oh, they're bullet, just telling me yeah. to pray because right. they don't really they know don't know what, what they're to doing. Say. Yeah, yeah, and and it, it came off to me as a cliche just because it's like oh, that's just pietistic, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like and now I'm a confessor, and I'm like. No, that is absolutely what you need. Mm-hmm. Big surprise if you feel far away from God in your sin, then get closer to God in the one way that's immediately accessible to you. Like and, 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 <laughs> sacraments and prayer. Like just do it. And and then so. like and 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 do it with other people. Like they yeah. like you have Friends, and if you can't ask anyone else, again, as <laughs> I demonstrate just how inept your priests are, the, but like ask the priest. Mm. And, and again, like I can ask other people. I got, again, mm. like I am finding more and more prayer warriors. And again, mm. like, and how do I put this? You wouldn't, these aren't people who levitate when they pray. No, they're and humans. They're, they're, they're human they're, beings. Again, thank God. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes human beings levitate when they pray. Well, yeah, but... But, but in general, like, you know what I'm saying here. Yeah. They aren't... Go, you're not going to go gurus. I mean, to some extent, Solanus Casey was, was, was very, very, very human. Mm. The guy couldn't play the violin to save his life, <laughs> and he kept trying. And, yeah. and, like, there was something beautiful in that. And, and people had no problem just coming to talk to him. And yes, we, he is a very saintly man, and yet at the same time... He was one of my favorite stories about him was somebody once came to him and said, "I'm here to talk to that, you know, so something something, uh, uh, 
in Solanus Casey and the guy and talking to Solanus Casey. The guy's drunk. And, uh, uh, and the guy said, what are you here to talk to him about? He says, well, I'm here to kill him. He says, well, okay, come in and we'll talk. <laughs> he didn't tell him who he was. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he sat down and talked uh, with this guy who wanted to murder him um, because uh, it had to do about advice he'd given his wife. And, uh-huh. the, um, yeah. and he told the guy to come back when he was sober and he'd introduce him to Solanus Casey and the guy came back and he wanted to go to confession to him and he's like I, I can't hear your confession he said but you know I'll, I'll get you a priest who who can hear confessions because Solanus Casey was a simplex, simplex priest yeah. so he wasn't allowed to hear confessions but anyways um, but like what's the point of telling that story like under pressure like the guy just was was just clever enough to mm-hmm. To humor a, a drunk, angry man, mm-hmm. and the um, and, and maneuver in a very jocular sense. There was no like pious clash or anything like that. There right. was just him. Well, tell me, what's your problem, man? <laughs> the uh, here to kill me again. Didn't tell him who he was, but yeah, let's just talk about that. And the um, I don't know. Like to me, like that's it, it's that sort of balance. And mm. and so now I, I encounter these people. Um, who who I've seen in the pews all the time, and and I give them communion, and I might hear their confessions, and if they're in the hospital, I'll anoint them, and I will pray with them, and and over them, and and with them, and for them when I'm away, and I give them blessings and all this other stuff, and now I start to look at them as as they're not just hammering in nails into just a piece of wood that has nothing to do with anything. Like, oh, you quaint child, go over there and pretend to work. It's, but you know, there was something, there's something to that sometimes. Sure. But, but now I look at them as, as sons and daughters who are like, you can do more than sweep the floor. Mm. Like you, you know, the basics, whether I taught you or you learned somewhere else, but here you are in my family and you have these, this, the skill set, and like, God isn't about us just wasting our time. We're supposed to make, Make, make profit in season and out. I'm mixing my parables, but the um, <laughs> gotcha. The but let's let's get to work. And so yeah. I literally am am starting to just tap people and be like, I I need prayers for X or Y, and you take care of that. And 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 like I said, these last several months, Dan, because I've been talking about this with you for a little while, I think from time to time, uh, or maybe just a week. I don't know. Perhaps but, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Go and ahead. I'm very sleep deprived. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. Oh, man. Yeah. But but you um but like to engage these people in this yeah. adventure and and to be seeing results for months. Mm. I have been seeing answered prayers. Mm. And and like it's not in the rushing, it's not in me telling God what would work, although sometimes I have my own ideas. And and oftentimes it's just me trying to respond to the grace of the Holy Spirit. And 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 lo and behold, again, like it really is so shocking to me that I've dedicated a significant portion of this podcast episode to trying to tell people about it. Like mm-hmm. it, it works. Um, mm-hmm. It it's pre- like <laughs> again, like you don't do this because God's a, a vending machine, but the but you're in a relationship with Him, and He has, and this is an adventure, and and. And why shouldn't it just be happening around you? Right. Um, and why shouldn't you be a part of it? And why shouldn't your friends and your family share in that? Mm-hmm. Again, like the graces that come 
from you asking other people to to even pray with you and but but again for you like again if you have a spouse like you can pray together like do that like you've been given your own personal prayer partner and mind you it's a lot easier if you share the same faith um but but even i i've heard stories about people who aren't the same faith background and maybe even one partner god bless them one spouse isn't even particularly religious but but they try you know my my wife says i God, if you're there, you know, take care of whatever this is. And, you know, off he goes. Well, that was something. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you don't lose your reward for just giving a cup of cold water mm-hmm. to one of these little ones. Right. And, like, and so suddenly, like, you're in union with the body of Christ, even if you were more or less outside of it. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're an unbaptized pagan, but you're married to a Christian gal. Lucky. And <laughs> the... Um, right, no kidding. And because you're being good to her, and you're just maybe, to the best of your ability, only humoring her, but you've got enough seriousness to kind of do it yeah I like mean, do you think god's like oh what a, what a cloud <laughs> if the, i mean if the church says that any person can baptize if they intend to do what the church does then exactly then i have to believe that there's some there's some sort of a connection even just by you know <laughs> a close enough connection to a person right by in proximity life. in a manner of speaking <laughs> yeah and yeah. like and there's marriage some, or not even okay, like, yeah i'm not saying friendship, this has friendship even the efficacious yeah. value of uh, sacraments but, or, but at the same time yeah. It's not like God made you so he couldn't listen to you. Like, mm-hmm. it, the graces you get that, that drive a person to want to convert uh, come before they're baptized, oftentimes. Yeah. And so somehow God is able to communicate grace. Mm-hmm. And because, big surprise, he's uh, God. It's, what is it, Balaam's donkey? But, oh, yeah, Balaam's ass. Anyways, the... Uh... <laughs> what is it that Balaam... Uh, no, God has been using asses to preach for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't stop with Balaam's, you know? Yeah, no. yeah. Here I am. <laughs> Here I am, Lord, send me. <laughs> uh, the other end of this microphone, yeah. talking to it's you, true. telling you things you already know. Yeah. But, or, or maybe maybe you don't. So maybe this is my one good deed in my life. But, but whatever it is, mm. like I tell you, prayer works. And if you're not good at it, find someone who is. And, yeah. Or just start picking people at random because, again, God is merciful. <laughs> true <laughs> and maybe that's exactly what he's waiting to do like imagine a person who doesn't believe in the power of prayer mm-hmm. again just a hypothetical here but but very possible and i suspect it happens frequently yeah and somebody comes up to them and says could you please pray for x y or z and, fine whatever and so they 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 ask and they keep going and and literally it happens or or whatever it was comes to fruition or or is is properly wrapped up and if and, it happens enough times, or even if you're inspired by the one. Or even just once. Yeah. Like, there it is. Like, mm-hmm. like when something that's is converting. so... That's converting. Yeah. So blatantly obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, and that just goes to show you, like, God does multiple things at multiple levels. Yeah. The, um, like, not only... Yeah, I, I wanted that. Like, God isn't one to just want us to suffer. Um he wants you to make use of your suffering, but he's but that that's not the goal. He's not a kid with an ant farm. The um he's but he's <laughs> and a magnifying glass. And a magnifying glass. <laughs> but he wants <laughs> he he wants us to cooperate with him. And when we do that, we we gain. And oftentimes it is at a very again, like uh, my company will close if we don't get a million orders or something, Solana's case. Right. So I'll take it to prayer. Yeah. Cause I because I need uh, to feed my family. And, and this, I mean look how many times how many different stories that there are that are out there of people who finally just gave it all over to him. You yeah. Know? So there's this guy, 
Cameron Bertuzzi. Are you familiar with him no. at all? He um, was a Protestant guy who had a very, very uh, influential YouTube channel where he was trying to be as um, philosophical and and honest about pursuing the truth. Oh, cool. The guy just decided to become Catholic because of his continued conversation with people like Matt Frad. That's you know? really and, cool. And, and like a lot of really, really honest study. But here's the thing, like his livelihood – a lot of his livelihood is around this really successful like YouTube channel mm-hmm. where he's got a lot of followers who are not Catholic, who sure. are not going to be pleased with him for changing. Sure. You know? And so he's got a lot of his own uh, like life that he's got to sort of figure out figure out, and, and bring a bunch of people with him because he's got a whole like crew and everything. Right. And it's like, how do, I, how do I continue doing this show as a Catholic, you know, and – and so he's he's sort of I was just listening to his interview with Matt Fratt about the conversion experience and some of the things he's going through, and uh, and he's he's in the middle of that very battle of you know what how do I how do I remain detached from what this life has to offer enough to follow the truth un, I mean completely unreservedly right and 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 to give it completely over to the Lord in prayer. Well, I get, I, know. I I return to it like don't do it. See, like that's one of the tricks. I think that's one of the benefits of intercessory prayer mm-hmm. is is we start to solve the problem ourselves. We have we're given something close to home or whatever, and it could be for a myriad of reasons. Could be close to home. Right. Could be you really care about a person, or, or who knows what. Um, maybe the meteor is going to destroy your town. I don't know. It kind of <laughs> kind of puts the onus on you, and yeah. the um. And and so like part of what allows you, so I've got a plan, you know, and, and God, it has to be this way. And part of it is to give it to a third party is mm-hmm. like. They're much more in tune with like whatever God wants. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. They're going to be less biased in their prayer about it, right? That's and, that's a very useful part of that. Mm-hmm. And, and even in their own activity, I mean, yeah, like they, their their intention will be more pure, right? And theoretically, yeah, yeah. And, and not saying they don't care, uh, very far from it. But at the same time, if they don't have all the details and it's not swirling in their mind constantly because they kind of have a dog in the fight, like that that gives them a, a great benefit. They they are able to love. More disinterestedly, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're, they're gonna—they're going to want your greatest good. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, they're—they're they're not going to be—they're not going to be as, as to say, and disinterested is a good word. They're not going to be interested in what you think your greatest good is. Yes, <laughs> yes, they would just want your greatest good. Mm-hmm. You know, at least that's—at least that's the hope, right? Well, well that is having, the hope. But, but having good people pray for you, but like, but in general, that seems to be the 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 correct sort of method, mm-hmm. and. And like I said, there is such, such power in it. And um, I know uh, a guy who went to a, a, a healing mass, and and he got his vision back after the healing mass. And you're like, oh, okay, like that's awesome. <laughs> that's a win. Hmm. And again, like, does that happen every time? No, but but yet there it was. And you're, you're like, okay, like what? What's why not ask someone to pray for me? And 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 why not relatively frequently? Like that's a thing we don't do. We we. I get the feeling like to some extent the Protestants are are ahead of us in that game. And mind you, like that can be said in many ways. But the um, but like I don't really get the vibe that that Catholics are really prone to asking others for prayer. Mm-hmm. We're we're and again I I could be wrong. You you speak your piece here, brother. If, if you got a differing opinion, I love to hear it. But but the vibe I've always gotten. And again, maybe it's just me because I'm me. Um, is that I don't want to burden anyone, or I don't want to reveal my weakness, hmm. or I don't. Uh, there was probably even a part of me 
back mm. in the day. And like I said, it's only just wearing off now right. that said, I don't know if this will really help. And, and now I'm of a very different mindset, if that ever was. Mm. Like, it's wearing off, if that was... I would like to think it was subconscious. In mm. fact, I suspect it mostly was. But but a lot of how I've done things in my life, like most people, um, is is solve my own problems or figure out a way to get my problems solved in, in some sort of mechanistic or materialist fashion, sure. sh- way, shape, or form. Uh, and, and mind you, that has its uses. We, we like to build things. We like to... to, to to move things to the best of it. Work as if everything depends on you. But then there's that truth of it, which is pray as if everything depends on God, because that second part is first. Mm-hmm. And and like I, I keep coming back to it. Over the last several months, I've just been asking God for stuff and asking other people to ask God for stuff. And I and I get it. And and in my like in ways I, I didn't anticipate, but there it is. The prayer is answered. Mm-hmm. And and you're like, well, oh. Okay. (laughs) Like I'll take it. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. So so like like and that's available to you too. If if Father Stephen, who is dense as a spiritual rock, uh is like having this. You're more porous than you realize. Can't hold anything in my skull. An igneous rock. Yes, I know, right? That's useless. Boiling lava. It, it shatters easily and <laughs> doesn't weigh much. You can't even really use it as a paperweight. You really don't want to touch it because it'll burn uh, you. It's, it's in a bad place. Yeah. It's ugly. Anyways, <laughs> it's an ugly rock. Yeah, this really but, took a turn, didn't it? Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Ugh. Anyway, but the um, mm. but like it's available, and yeah. and I yeah. tell you, it's true, yeah. and and like it's it's benefiting everyone. It's benefiting the church, and it's benefiting the people I ask to pray, right. and it's benefiting the people who need the prayer, and it's benefiting uh, the church in general, and it's benefited my prayer life. Like, it teaches me to trust more, mm-hmm. and and like that's... Have you ever read Faustina's Diary? No, I uh, couldn't I couldn't ever really get into it. Oh, okay. It was fine. It was, Again, wasn't not, for me. Yeah. It's, it's fine. But, but like... In, there's a line in there because you, you've seen the Divine Mercy image. Obviously, mm-hmm. says I trust in you underneath mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, and he says he says that's the key. He says that's why I want that under the image. He says if you literally just let me do it, <laughs> yeah. he, he says yeah. it will be fine. Now, mind you, again, like there's all kinds of things also inlaid in that because sure, we're not sure. quietists, right? But but at the same time, um, like that's what I've been finding. Yes, I, I do work as if everything depends on me. But then I ask God, and He has a way of saying, of showing me, like, yeah, I, I could have done this without you. <laughs> like, but, but I wanted you to be a part of it. And, and, and again, like what I discover, what I hear in quotes, is is like this is so you will know just how much I actually do, and it's a beautiful, it's wonderful, it's a wonderfully humbling experience hmm. to know, like. Like, yeah, I'm still his son, and I'm so grateful to be in the workshop uh, with my dad. And it's a great joy to be able to bring other people into the workshop, too. And it's it's great to watch them put the pieces in in the battery or whatever it is we're doing today, God. Um, and, and, and it's an amazing thing. Yeah. Like, again, like, it, it, 
I'm about to go off on a slight tangent real quick, but like, like yeah, it's, it's the it. beauty, it's the beauty of like the idea of, of Joseph and Jesus in the workshop hmm. with Mary looking on and, and like Joseph giving, giving the task and, and <laughs> I mean, no disrespect by saying this and the boy com- completing it mm-hmm. and, and like how thrilling that must be to Joseph, hmm. like on, on so many different levels. Um, but like his, his son is, is, is helping mm-hmm. at the same time, his son's already doing everything else. And, and you're, you're just like, yeah, there's an image to pray with. Huh. Um, there's a, there's the a back and to... forth that's there. Oh yeah. Between Joseph as father and, and Jesus as savior. Oh. Um, in that moment. So much of our own prayer is, is intercessory anyway. Like, how oftentimes do I pester the saints for stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, that is, in uh, the truest sense, intercessory. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's incredible. Um, and and so what's... And, and so, like, Protestants, God bless them, like, that, they're, they're, there they are, are lacking. In, in that, like, they will... I think they, they are more willing to ask me to pray for them. And praise God. Um, or anyone else, praise God. But they won't ask the saints. Mm. Whereas, again, like that's sort of the reverse. Like I was less likely to ask somebody to pray for my intention, but I I give it to Colby all day long. Mm-hmm. And and really, like it's both sides of the family, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I've got everybody in heaven, and I got these people on earth. Yeah. And if they and if I want them to be in heaven, then they should start practicing what's gonna they're gonna be what doing, gonna in, be doing heaven. in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Which is gonna be getting talked to a lot for help. And <laughs> that's true. the um. <laughs> Anyways, the oh my gosh, I could tell you more, but just just thinking of sometimes you know you hear stories and it's true, mm-hmm. true stories. Like of, I said in a homily. This will this will be where I end. Um, I said in a homily. I, I said you know people will just come up to you sometimes on the street, and I wasn't even thinking of anything in particular. I said and they'll start telling you stuff. Um, that they got no business knowing, and mind you, that might be the sign of a demon. But but in general, I meant it in a good sense. Mm-hmm. The um, you know, like like God wants them to speak to you for whatever reason. And fine, like you've heard stories of that, I'm sure. Sure. Okay. Second half of that day, Dan, someone who hadn't heard that homily comes up to me and tells me, not 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 me specifically, but about something that happened to them mm. that was exactly what I had just been preaching on, mm. and. And because of that, they had benefited so tremendously. Mm. And like again, this is all in the last three or four months. And and like you just starting, I don't know, I don't know. It's like a Lego set. God's putting it together. Legos didn't look like anything when they were a pile here on the table, and now it almost looks like the Batmobile. <laughs> the, uh, which is a, one more episode, I think. Which is a wicked cool. Maybe two. Maybe two. Yeah. But. Anyways, that's what I got today on intercessory prayer. Ask people to pray for you. I'm praying for you, whatever that's worth, to the Dave's Vault listenership. I don't know your specific needs or wants. And, and pester the sisters. They have they have internet drop boxes and things like that. It's true. The uh, Send your intentions thing. off to the sisters and let them pray for you because that's what they're giving their lives for. Like you have all this spiritual field artillery. Mm-hmm. Just it, It's easy to break a target if you hit it from multiple directions. And and that's where we are. And God wants you to be engaged with with your brothers and sisters at at the spiritual level. It's the most important level. Let, let's do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. <sighs> yes. Breathe. 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 Breathe, Father Stephen. Breathe.
That's awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing some of that, uh, some of that experience and, and just sort of opening up what, you know, what, what may be received by, by some still as, as like the cliche pietistic statement, you know, and, and letting it be something that's very real, you know, letting it, uh, land in a way that's, that's really real. Yeah. And because hopefully people will, will be able to reconsider, you know, when, when their priest says to them in a confession, you really need to pray more. Right. And you really need to pray for others. You need to have other people pray, pray for you. you oh, know, yeah. That's kind of that kind of thing. And be able to receive that in a new, in a new light. Man, so, please God. Again, yeah. prayer, brothers and sisters. Pray. Pray. If, if you pray, you will be saved. Like, that's in, in the truest sense. If you pray, you will be saved. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Father Stephen. Thank you, Father Dan. <laughs> this has been the Daily Swap Podcast. Uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, please spread the news of the show. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and email us at daywasfullpodcast at gmail.com. Um, any final shout outs, last words? Daywasfull! <laughs> oh, that's good too. Okay, God bless you. And as always, Daywasfull. <laughs>